0: In Book 9 of the Aeneid, uh, the Trojan brothers Pandarus and Bidias uh, are in the Trojan camp, which is being besieged by the Latins and the Rutulians, the native Italians who want to kick the Trojans out of Italy. These brothers decide to fling open the gate at the Trojan camp, figuring that they can take on the Trojans right there at the gates and kill as many as they can. Uh, Turnus the Ritulian captain gets wind of this and is very angry and comes up and ends up killing one of the brothers, Bideus. And I want to read for you today the section about the death of Bidias because it's a it's a great example of Virgil's approach to Homeric battle narrative. These things are very sort of stylized in ancient epic, and there's a lot of description of armor and wounds and um, sort of lists of guys getting killed, and it, it can be uh, very remote, but Virgil uh, does this wonderful thing where he'll use a simile, in this case, that brings in a, a contemporary allusion familiar to his own audience. It has to do with the Roman habit of building giant plateaus out into the sea at the Bay of Naples. This is sort of an amazing construction technique where they would take giant constructed concrete blocks and dump them into the sea. It would, imagine the amazing crash. And uh, so Vertel compares the, the fall of this very large uh, man, Bidius, to the fall of these concrete blocks. And at the same time, he, he takes you also into a totally different realm, and that is of mythology. And at the very end of the simile, at the end of the passage I'll read, he talks about the crash of, the, of this harbor mole and compares the, the, the rumble to the rumble of the giant Tephoeus, the Greek mythological giant who was punished by Zeus by being imprisoned underneath an island in the Bay of Naples. So he's connecting the whole thing, so his own narrative, the present Roman day, and then back to Greek mythology in this this sort of beautiful resonant package. So I'll read the passage first in the translation by David West. It begins as the main Latin hero, Ternus, is just going on his first sort of killing rampage, and he's knocked off one guy with a spear, and then he gets several more with his sword, and then he goes after Bidius with a sort of um, iron projectile of some sort, called a phalarica. Then Ternus killed Erimos, and Meropace fell to his hand. Then Aphidnus. Then Bidius himself, for all the fire that flashed from his eyes, and the roaring fury of his heart. No javelin for him. He was not the man to yield his life to a javelin. It was an artillery spear with an iron head a cubit long and a ball of lead at its butt which came rifling through the air with a loud hiss and the force of a thunderbolt. The two bull hides of his shield did not resist it nor did his trusty breastplate with its overlapping scales of gold. His huge body collapsed and fell. The earth groaned and the mighty shield thundered as it came down on top of him. By the way, that's a formulaic Homeric line, so ancient ancient that would say, aha, he's, this is Homer. But then it turns. It was like the fall of a stone pile by the shore at Euboean Baiae. Men first build it to its massive height, and then they let it down into the sea, and it spreads ruin all along its length, grinding the seabed as it seethes in the shallows. The water boils the black sand rises. The high rock of Procida is shaken, and in Arime, these are islands, and in Arime with it, the hard bed laid for Typhoeus at Jupiter's command. Tom bitian ardentoculis animisque frementem. Non Iaculo, Nequenim Iaculo vitille dedisset, sed magnum stridens contorta falarica venit, fulminis acta modo, quam nec duo tauria terga, nec duplicis squama lorica fidelis et auro sustinuit, con ruunt imania membra, dat tellus gemitum, clipium super intonat ingens, Talis in euboico bayarum litrequondam, saxia pila cadit, magnis quam molibus ante constructam ponto jaciunt. Sic illa ruinam prona trahit, penitusque vadis in lisa recumbit. Miskense mariet nigrae atolluntur harenae, Tum sonitu procuit alta tremit durumque cubile i narime juis imperis imposta tu fojo.